0: Hello and welcome to episode 213 of Checkpoint Chat. My name is Alessandro Barbosa. I'm joined by an even beardier Matthew Figuera.
1: Keeping every every
0: two well okay I haven't seen you in two weeks so maybe that's why but oh every goodness. week it just grows every Your day it gets bigger. hairier.
1: I mean I don't know what you expect. This is how hair works. You leave it for a bit. I thought it, it would slow down at some
0: point, but it just seems to be accelerating. No. Are you feeding that bad boy some some shampoo? Like what's going on there?
1: I have a question. Have you, I don't think you've ever had a beard. Yeah. yeah. Or have you? um D- not divulged. to the extent
0: you have i've tried i've listen i did the whole like someone was like you have to give it six weeks i was like cool i'll do it six weeks then i was like cool i'm shaving i'm this dying double. fuck this shit
1: <laughs> there, there's a threshold you got to push past because then i know it's the worst it's itchy it's it itchy feels untidy, it looks like shit it look, and then yeah. yeah it looks looks like you in high school puberty and then eventually <laughs> you wake up one day like oh my god i have a beard <laughs>
0: oh my god this is great this is like, oh
1: wow where did this come from this is totally I, I fine know, i know nothing about beard care i know that you get beard oils mm-hmm. and this and that I'm like, i don't have time and for that
0: combs i listen i think that's for when it gets real long i do yeah. think i do think you should probably invest in some beard shampoo solely because all the skin underneath your beard is getting real dry right now mm. because the hair is just blocking moisture or Listen, it, or nothing, nothing
1: two. good old head and shoulders conflict Oh, dear God.
0: Fuck. <laughs> Let's not go down there again. Like, Are you the sort of person who's like, uh, you will buy like a three in one or a five in one thing in that? Hey, like, cool, I've, got, a, I've got a
1: 2 in one. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <this laughs> Society <way> looks great.
0: <laughs> has not evolved to the point where we need five in one products to buy uh, every yeah,
1: listen. I I'll come out and I'll defend myself. I I've tried other shampoos, and mm-hmm. the TUNE One Head and Shoulders is.
0: I mean, it's still good.
1: I l- listen. I feel I like Lenska's judging me as well. Uh, I, I, I mean, I, I
0: res- <laughs> I'm with Lenska completely. Like, but at least the Tune One, that's okay. I can kind of like deal with that. It's the ones that it's like. You get those ones where it's like this is shampoo and conditioner and body wash and face wash. I'm like, there is nowhere know, on earth man. something yeah, can okay, cover not, all of that. Like,
1: yeah, even even I have a, a limit. Okay, and yeah, two and one is as high as I go. <laughs>
0: if you're washing your, if you're listening and you're washing your face with body wash, seek help.
1: Okay, even, seek I'll help. go one step further. If you're washing your hair with soap, seek, seek help. help. <laughs> yeah,
0: seek help. It's we your poor face is being absolutely. Especially in oh our goodness. climate here in Joburg, you need, you need to keep that face supple and moisturized. Gotta mm. got take care of it, you know? That, that so, how Joburg did we get exam. you? A beard products, right? Mm. Um, speaking of beards, I've started watching, or a few weeks ago, started wow. watching this guy on YouTube. Um, he was, rec- <laughs> it was like in my recommendations. I was like, that looks like a fun video. But his name is Beard Meets Food, as in meat, you know, oh, no. like meat.
1: Yes. Okay. He's
0: a he's a British competitive eater. He's got a long as hell beard, like like Gandalf level beard. Excuse black beard. me.
1: A competitive eater.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you 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 making a face as if this is a new concept to you? This is a what real thing. Is, a
1: comp- is is that just somebody who eats like thirty hot dogs in thirty yeah. seconds?
0: Yeah. Okay. Or or they take on like gargantuan food challenges, which okay. is kind of the whole premise just of checking. this guy's I'm, challenge. I'm
1: thinking I'm thinking like Olympic levels of
0: Oh, uh, yeah, it might be I'm an the, Olympic sport, I'm you know. I'm the
1: fastest uh, hamburger eater in the I world. I mean, the, gold there's medal. Those
0: competitions in the States where it's like, oh, in 10 minutes I ate like 300 hot dogs, you know, shit like that. Like, That's Anyway, that is, he's, yeah. he's got this beautiful beard, beautiful long hair, but every video where he goes to, like some restaurant to do a food challenge, it just gets so messy and it's so like, I wouldn't say I gross, so but it's weird. Like, multiple times during his video, he'll literally grab the bottom of his beard and just take a service and just like wipe his beard down. No. Like, this is bizarre. This is so that's, bizarre. That's
1: that's too long. I mean, I have that where I'll eat something and even my, my joke of a mustache, I'm like, oh no. <laughs> oh no, there's food there. There's food in there, you gotta wipe it off. <laughs>
0: there, there's something so like broken in my brain where i will enjoy sitting down to eat while watching this guy scoff down food in the most like he (laughs) knows it looks gross because he's going for speed so the way he eats is just inhuman um and like very very messy and but i'll sit there eating like my food i'm like hmm yeah that's a good strategy
1: listen i'll 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 okay no i don't think i don't don't know about incorporating strategies. <laughs> Just studying eating calmly with a shiny and the next second you're like scoffing down your food. Like, what are you doing? Uh, I can beat my personal best.
0: <laughs> it, it, it's crazy what these sorts of people can do. Like he's done challenges where he's done like twenty thousand calories in a day, um, and he's quite a skinny guy. He's like he'll do a food challenge and then be like back to a normal diet immediately afterwards. I'm just like, that can't be great for your body, I don't think.
1: But. Listen, you should, you should do Atlantica and I do instead and watch somebody feed Phil while he eats <gasps> it.
0: I need to actually watch they, it. Everyone talks about it and I just need to, like never to seen, it. Oh, I've, you've I know watched, of it, I've just never watched it.
1: Oh man, you've got like... So it's one of those shows where it's not like a linear thing. Every episode is him visiting either a country or a city. Oh, that's cool. And just, okay. he eats like... Uh, fancy-ass michelin star food right through to street food to just Ooh, random places. Okay, that sounds like the, what makes the show is that it's like, he's not a food critic. He's just a dude who loves food. And mm. he's just got such a nice personality. So you're watching for, for that. For and the, it kind of gives you ideas of what to eat when you food. go to these places, I yes, guess. Yeah, it's, like, it's actually, what I was, what I was getting at earlier is that you could literally nitpick episodes you don't have to watch all of them you can go oh mm-hmm. he's got an episode in italy let's mm-hmm. see where he went there for example oh he's got one in he's actually got one in south africa where he went to cape town i was
0: literally about to ask has um, he done one locally yeah. he's done
1: yeah cape town there's did he eat for- a gatsby he did have a gatsby hell yeah let's go <laughs> yeah it's it's a good time i would recommend
0: okay and that's on netflix right yeah
1: there's okay. like four or five seasons now
0: oh sick because I, yeah. I used to watch a lot of um, Chef's Table on Netflix. But then mm. like, listen, I'm not going to say, oh, it got too pretentious. It was always pretentious. Like Chef's Table <laughs> is the height of pretentious like food. But then it got way too much for me. Like it I got know. really strange. Um, and then I think the, the straw on the camel's back really broke <laughs> when they had a special for pizza and not mm-hmm. a single one was in Italy. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> Or, no, wait, long. I lied. There was one episode in Italy, but the owner was American. And I was like, hmm. how have you done this? How have you done <laughs> how, this?
1: How did this happen?
0: <laughs> um, I tried to actually Great. go to that pizza place because it was in Rome. But I Googled a bunch of uh, like reviews for it. And it was A, a lot of people were like, this is overrated. And B, they were like, you'll stand in a line for three hours. I was like, yeah, I I'm okay. yeah,
1: I'm yeah. okay. Yeah, look, I, I completely get the like this is the best pizza on the planet mm. it's according to who how do you yeah how do you judge like i know i know there are some things obviously you can be like it's got this and this but really to queue for three hours mm.
0: i think that's where i maybe got into my own head while we were there in italy was like we were so concerned with finding authentic food that i think we just went to places that a lot of people went to anyway and that yeah. might have not been the best idea. Like we, like, we went to some good places. There were some choices that we made that were really good, but then some that were just like, yeah, that was fine. You know what I mean? Mm. And I think still, like, the best places we went to were recommended by, uh, like, concierges at the hotels we stayed at. They were like, oh, yeah. this is where I go to eat. And we'd go there and be like, exactly. oh, yeah, that's it's, fucking great. It's you all know? off
1: the beaten path stuff, yeah. essentially.
0: So, but like, then, think, then we also found yeah. out we had to be careful about that because some restaurants just have deals with the hotels. So they would just uh, tell us one place we'd go there and we'd be like, this is garbage. Like, and then the we realized, oh, like, they, they, they like talk to each other. Like, yeah. Yeah. So.
1: And then they catch up the following week, like, yeah, there's tourists, you see. I them, straight, got them, yeah. I swindled them. I gave them the worst pizza I had, and yeah, thanks. Here's your cut.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's your twenty percent. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Flipping pizza mafia in, in Italy. Yeah, in hate to see it.
1: A <laughs> uh, tiny um, pizza will break your kneecaps. Yeah, if you cross it with, with the
0: with the uh, you know that that wooden thing they used to shovel the pizzas out of the oven. Oh my Just hit you over the head with that. Yeah. Shots. Franco Jr. Listening to this, being like, "What the fuck are they <laughs> talking that? about?"
1: Yeah, we know about the pizza mafia. Yeah, we know about
0: it. We know about it. We know <laughs> like We know. Uh... know Franco's is, is involved there, you know. We to know keep us gotta... quiet, you just have to give us free pizza forever.
1: Yeah, we know he's got to deal with the Westcliff Hotel. And people <laughs> say, where's a good place to get pizza? They're like, oh, Franco's down the road. I mean, are.
0: listen, they would be right. They would be right.
1: It's gets a 20% cut, that concierge. Nice, I, have, <laughs>
0: I haven't been back there since I've been back from Italy just because I'm scared. Like, I'm scared I'm going to go there and be like, oh, no, I've broken nah, my brain. it's
1: good. It's good.
0: I, I do want to go back for that tiramisu because, like I've told you, did not we have a better tiramisu you in there Italy. last time. Oh, real good. It is still the best one I've ever had. Like, did not have a better one in Italy. Well, it's I had good. different ones. I didn't enjoy them as much. I, you know, yeah. they were still good. But, yeah. Um, it's delicious. Speaking of tiramisu and pizzas, yeah. check my chat talk about video games and food and, <laughs> and beards um, nice. and beards in food um
1: all the time <laughs> all the time
0: uh so we went here last week matthew was soaring spreading his wings out in cape town
1: um <laughs> land of the flat mountain land of the, the flat mountain it. it's a great mountain
0: yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. everyone goes there saturday morning to worship it yeah <laughs> I'm sure they are. Even, everyone that, climbs to, honest, to the top, so.
1: puts a bottle down, and it's like, wow, it doesn't fall over. God, <laughs> <at his mount. laughs> God damn it. Um, oh, yeah, <laughs> you can't make this up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's been a bunch of games that have come out uh, over the past two weeks, um, surprisingly. Some very yeah. literally surprisingly, some expected. Uh, I guess the biggest one that we can talk about this week that is also like, the biggest one in discussion currently is hogwarts legacy um Ghost. yeah so i whoa, i started playing this earlier this week around about like tuesday or wednesday around about there so i haven't put mm-hmm. like the most time into it i am planning to put a lot more this weekend because oh, hey boy. don't have to play on the week uh, don't have to play in the evening and dance around load shedding. It's real fun. Mm,
1: Um, Leviosa PS controller, am I right? I
0: wish I could just uh, (laughs) fucking put a spell on my PS5 so it would run on no electricity. That'd be great. Um, (laughs) So for those in a way, it is a very much a open world Harry Potter game. It's set in the late 1800s. So give or take a hundred years prior to the events of the films and the books. Um, mm-hmm. I would say you would never know that by playing the game. Like, if you nope. missed the one piece of dialogue which told you what year it was, you would absolutely never know because it looks exactly like the films. Characters talk like they from the films. Um, you know, the professors are obviously all different, and some of them have surnames that you might recognize, which yeah. I guess ties into very, the whole legacy Very portion. on
1: the nose. <laughs>
0: Extremely on the nose, like...
1: It's like hey, remember, how many recognizable names Remember, can be remember stuck this into guy? this opening. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: There's a Professor Fig, so Matthew's uh, heritage is well represented there.
1: I'm the um, best, best uh, family in you know the, this whole visiting World. Can I <laughs> say? <Yeah. laughs>
0: it's it's really good at being that Harry Potter nostalgia thing. I think yeah. if you are someone who really, really still holds on dearly to that world and the books and the fiction this game was purpose-built for people like you um, hmm. because you get to do things like, oh, you do the sorting hat ceremony. You get to go to the, the paintings that are like the entrances to your dorm rooms and say the passwords. You get to uh, do quests with ghosts like Nearly Headless Nick. You get to explore Hogwarts, which to me is actually one of the most impressive parts of the game is just the design of this castle the is design, immense. Yeah. It is hmm. such a huge castle, such a big space to explore and, like, it feels labyrinthine in its, in its design in a way that mm. is probably quite um, authentic to how it is portrayed in the books and the films. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, like, your, the Hogwarts Castle is just one part of the open world map. You get to go out and run literally in one quest <laughs> all the way to hogsmeade which i thought was ridiculous <laughs> um like that was a really long walk with I watched, very little I watched dialogue do that
1: yesterday it's was like, like imagine imagine wow, a, it a, so far <laughs>
0: imagine a quest in red dead redemption 2 just without your horse like that's what it felt I like know. you're just kind of fucking running and running and anyway you've got things like hogsmeade oh, and the um too. forbidden forest and then like some l- small little hamlets around um hogwarts that you can visit mm. uh, so it is very much open world you can kind of chart your own path the first couple of hours are very linear and hand-holdy they're kind of introducing you to a lot of
1: a uh, lot of systems, uh,
0: systems <laughs> and there are a yep. lot of systems to kind of juggle um so mm. you as a student in the school because you're this like 15 year old chosen one just like you know that boy harry <laughs> um <laughs> You kind yeah, of have set, to the is, yeah. yeah, the setup is very much like there are <laughs> bad guys. There is a bat, uh, what, goblins, like Those are seeking girls, to overthrow are humans in the wizarding percent. world. Um, and you are a chosen one boy who can see ancient magic, and now everything rests on your shoulders. But also, you got to go to school. <laughs> I've heard <laughs> this exactly. one before.
1: So let me, let me just jump into it quickly. So I, I've only played like half an hour myself, but I've mm-hmm. watched Lenska play a couple of hours. Um. So I've laughed because the opening of the game is, uh, "Hey, we're going to Hogwarts," but also detour to these ancient ruins. Do you mind if we do this? Because my late wife put me on this path. Oh, know? but and that's also
0: like, because you were attacked by dragons <laughs> midway by through. By dragon. There. Okay.
1: Yeah, but it's funny because it's like this is like my, I'm a student, man. I don't want to. Why? Yeah. Why be is this danger? professor dragging you to all this <laughs> shit? She's like, listen. Hogwarts can wait. Okay, we're here now. Mm. <laughs> we, we're going to do this right now. So uh, that is going in. That is one of my biggest question marks: of how do they, how do they contextualize the, the demo stuff I've seen of you battling all these people? And I'm like, well, apparently they don't. You just do it straight <laughs> up there. This professor best is so life, fucking
0: yeah. ready to just turn you into a child soldier. Like <laughs> he's like, listen, I can't do this shit.
1: You oh, can see the so ancient good.
0: magic. Your time to put yourself in danger all the time, <laughs> and all the other professors it in the school are is. kind of fucking okay with that. They just like, "Yeah, hey, I heard from Professor Fig that you need to learn the spell so that you can go fight like giant spiders." It's like, what? Yeah, like, yeah. Like I, this I
1: read the books. Okay, they were they were like anti magic. They were very pedantic most of the time. If we're being honest,
0: <laughs> your these. Let me tell you, if the books made it seem like. You could only use magic in classes in Hogwarts. This is a different Hogwarts. Ooh, no. People are fucking <laughs> shooting each other like there's no tomorrow. This
1: is this is before the magical laws were passed. Clearly. That, you know, prohibiting that.
0: <laughs> clearly, it is so open. I mean, that's fine. It's a game. Like, it doesn't need to be, you know, beholden fancy, to all yeah. the silly rules that would make it not fun. But at the same time, it's just strange. It's just yeah. the story doesn't make sense to me. There's very little... There's very little sympathy I have with the antagonist. Um, he just seems to be bad. He's like, "Cool, bad for the sake yeah, of being I bad am a bad now. guy, and these are the bad guys that are going to come and hunt you down, and you will chew through thousands of dark wizards <laughs> and dark goblins, and oh my god, like you do not get, okay, you are a murderer by the end of this fucking thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, where was I? Classes, right." Um so yeah you kind of have to do the whole school thing so that mm. ties into the main quest quest structure because certain story quests have a level requirement but also mm. a spell requirement so sometimes they require a particular spell that you might not have at the time because it involves some puzzle solving or whatever so you have to attend classes now at the beginning the classes are fairly straightforward you go to a class you get a cool little cutscene with the professors some of them are really eclectic they're really quite interesting Um, Mm. and you do some sort of mini game that introduces you to the power of the classes. So for instance, there was one charms class where I was taught Accio, which is like bringing an object towards you. And I had to to play like a little mini game where I had to pull these like heavy balls towards me, but also cut the spell off in time so that they landed in like a scored area. So it Mm. kind of taught me of like how momentum works and you know, how the, the limitations of the spell, blah, blah, blah. The other ones, there are some that are more involved, like there's defense against the dark arts classes where you do dueling to learn some spells. Uh they're quite fun. There's this weird mini-game where you learn a spell where you've got to like use your thumbstick so, to move like a cursor across yeah. a like pattern on the screen, which I think is really dumb. Um it reminds <laughs> me of the very first Harry Potter game based uh- on the film had that the exact is, same thing the, I was like, that's
1: when Lenska did it i said the exact same thing it's like wow this is straight from the first films game it
0: literally i recall it immediately i was like why are they doing this thing from like this is a mechanic from 20 years ago it's not that interesting or, <laughs> anyway um the classes afterwards get weird um or at least the ones that i've been doing so far are strange so a professor will just give you a quest via mail be like i want to teach you this spell but (laughs) to do it you need to complete two or three little tasks and then come and see me and some of those are so like like they don't relate to the sort of spell you're learning like defeat x number of enemies block x number of enemies do this uh find x number of this item or and it's just like why do i need to do these things they they frame it as homework it's not homework it's busy work It's, it's It's literally just a little gate so that you have to do something before you can progress. Mm. And a lot of the times you need these spells to progress anyway. So you're forced to do these things, which is quite annoying. Um, And then you just go to the professor and they're like, cool, here's a spell. Uh, And then you (laughs) go along your merry way. Good job. And you're like, (laughs) okay. Um, I also have a big problem with how the spells are used in your like inventory. So you can only, you have certain spells that are like, they're just like, Basic spells, so your attack is one of them. Uh, Protego, which is like your shield, is one of them. You just tap triangle to bring Mm. it up. Uh, Stupefy, the other one, also that. But then most other spells you have to sort of equip into like a toolbar, and you can only store four at a time. Mm. And so you have to keep opening up the little menu and swapping them in and out, you know, when you need which is I find very annoying because I thought, oh, I'm not really not going to change them so often. I'm changing them a lot because I kind of need them. Um, I've seen now that you can use uh, skill points, which come later, to unlock more, not slots, but more like... um, Loadouts or... Like loadouts. So I can have a secondary loadout that I can then... Swap between two it. loadouts. Okay. The problem is I have to go into the exact same menu to swap into that loadout. There's no like button uh, that just flicks like between the button. No, I have oh. to like hold R2, brings up a whole menu, have to press a button, it swaps it, let go of R2. Like so you can't actually do that. Like well, you can when you're busy fighting, but it's very cumbersome. Um Yeah.
1: No, that like I was saying to Lenska, it takes you out of the experience. Yeah, you, completely. Like you're fighting, you're fighting. Oh no, I've got to swap spells.
0: Yeah. It's, like it's th- there, there's a lot of strange limitations on on the sort of things you can do that seem very artificial. Like you have a very limited number of slots for a gear you can carry around. So yes. Everything is collected into one. So your coat, shirt, hat, scarf, they all, each item takes up one slot in your inventory and you only have 20 at the beginning. So there were many times where I was getting to like equipments and it's like, you can't pick that up. You can't pick that up, you can't pick that up. And then I figured out that you can spend, again, skill points to... Oh no, no, you don't spend skill points. You complete challenges. Um, they're I called Merlin's to challenges slots to, or- to increase your slot count. I'm like, this feels weird. Just give me the slots I require. Like, don't make it a thing that I have to now go do go side do content it. just to get slots. Like, it, Especially when it feels in- so limiting, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. If your inventory is full, what, can you sell stuff or can you drop stuff? You like can only destroy
0: world? it. <laughs> You can, you can, you can if, sell it if you if, find a merchant, but if you're like in the if, middle of fucking nowhere, then...
1: But if nobody's made a parody video of this, because it's a thing in many RPGs, I want to see a video where the person's like, I don't have space, guess I'm going to have to destroy this thing. Yeah, I fucking <laughs> incendio just, like, this code into the it. nether. Like,
0: it's... Oh, I don't great. like it. I, I, like we were saying before we started recording, this game has so many elements that feel from a different type of game. Like... The inventory system or the gear system, it, it is straight out of Destiny. You have all sorts of items that increase your uh, stats here and there. Your yeah, um,
1: level. I mean, yeah, your wizard level. Your <laughs> wizard level.
0: Yeah. Um, I do like that there's a transmog system so I can make items look mm. like different pieces of gear while retaining their stats. I appreciate that. Yeah. Morgan should have that. That's cool. Um, yeah. But then there's like a talent system, which is like your passive abilities that you unlock with skill points. Then you've got a whole collection system. so. Everything you do in the world, from exploration to side puzzles to combat, you have little micro-like objectives, and each of those rewards you with something. And it feels almost like a battle pass in a sense. Like, uh, oh, you killed X number of enemies. Here's a coat. Oh, you did X <laughs> number of this. Here's here's a pair of glasses. Nice. Like, um, that's also the only way to increase your experience is by doing quests and doing those side challenges. So you best believe mm-hmm. you have to do those. Um, yeah. And then on top of it, there's all the other things that you have to do, like. You've got um, a potions class where you can brew potions. Those take time to finish, which makes yeah zero. I saw, zero sense I saw to that
1: happen yesterday as well, where I think Lenska did a first class, and I watched the potion being made. It's like thirty seconds left. And
0: why like, is that in this game? Like, why do, why have do I to have to wait, wait for, for that? To happen? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's the same with the the um, growing like plants. Some of them take an hour. And I'm just like,
1: so what? That, that I could I can kind of get that context you're like okay like you know you're growing a plant go off do some activities come back because mm. yeah, it's not an unusual thing but the potions thing i was like that's these are, these
0: are like these are like resources like you you, you yeah. want to craft it so that i have a resource so i can continue on my adventure like i've been playing the witcher a lot this year and like you do a lot of like potion brewing and alchemy there that's just instant like you yeah. brew a potion it is in your inventory because hey no one wants to sit waiting for a minute so they can get a health potion and that is The Witcher's is far more of an involved role-playing <gasps> game as opposed to me. Harry Potter or, or Hogwarts Legacy, which is like we're going to call it RPG because we have numbers and enemies scale with numbers, but there's mm. no real role playing. You are a kid. You can't really make good or bad choices. Your conversation, things are limited. So you're not really playing as a good or bad character, at least from what I've seen yet. But we're going to yeah. make everything around it make it feel like I don't know. Again, it feels like this was an MMO once upon a time. Like, yeah, there's all these things that are like, I would see this in a World of Warcraft where crafting takes time, you know. Yeah. uh, All sorts of resource gathering takes a lot of time because it's trying to extend that time and trying to make you like be more involved in the world and have more of a routine when you you come back to the game. So, (sighs) listen, there's nothing... There's nothing bad about this game that I've found yet. Mm. But there's nothing that's kind of like wowed me outside of, oh, Hogwarts is really fucking cool to explore. Like, yeah, the combat is fine. Um It is far more involved than I thought it was, but I've quickly realized that the same combos just work all the time. Like, I just do yeah. the same thing over and over again, and it kind of just works mm. as long as I'm watching the little... Flashing symbol above my head to like counter or block something yeah. as long as you do that combat is like so straightforward um yeah so i don't know um it's okay i think if you're a harry potter fan you're going to get a lot more out of it which makes sense it's a harry potter game yeah. um you might easily look over a lot of the shortcomings but as a open world rpg i think this is as run of the mill it gets, um, in today's like day and age, so, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I haven't really put in enough time to, you know, personally mm. to say it feels like this or that. But I do think uh, they de- they definitely nailed, you know, the you're a student at Hogwarts, mm-hmm. which I think is what many people wanted. Like yeah, that's been fair a, enough. And in, in fact, it's it's insane to think that it's taken this long to get an open world Harry Potter game like this. You know what mm. I mean? We've had the, the film games, we've had Lego Harry Potter, but nothing that's let you really do this.
0: I kind of wish they, they took a bit of inspiration from, okay, people might disagree here, but like a persona, because like persona really nails the... Student life. Exactly. The, 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 the time balancing of a student life. Like you have a class classroom portion of the day and you have your after school portion of the day and hey they'll remind you like in two months you've got exams so now you've got this other activity you've (laughs) got to do like do you spend it doing an activity that will you know upgrade your your stats in the game or do you go home and study because otherwise you're going to fail in those exams like (laughs) so it, it really captures the student life and Contextualizes it within the game and the RPG mechanics as well, because there's a lot of risk and reward for either action. Like,
1: yeah,
0: Hogwarts Legacy, maybe this was never their intention because I hate saying, oh, it should be this. Like, it could be they didn't want to do it that could in be, the first yeah. place. But, like, if they are trying to replicate the sort of student life, the classes don't do that right now because you can kind of just do them whenever. There's no pressure to yeah. do them at a certain time, or, you know, there's no real pressure as to like, I have to balance my activities outside of school along with the ones yeah. inside of school. It seems I can come and go as I please at night at during the day. I can start a class at night and it magically is day again like so it just feels strange. Yeah. I I would have liked a bit more of that because I think then I would have been more engaged with the you know like the the the, the movies do that like
1: yeah.
0: Harry Potter is not able to just fucking do whatever the fuck he wants. He has to like conf- like confine himself to this is school, this is what it is. I don't know. That would have been yeah. cool. Um, I don't know if that was a consideration, but that might have been nice.
1: So. Yeah.
0: Harry Potter or oh, we'll, Hogwarts Legacy. Fuck, yeah, I, I keep Harry calling Potter. it that. Yeah. It's, it's
1: Hogwarts Legacy. Hogwarts I like, Legacy. I feel like the this is one of those things where, you know, you get certain brands which have the name has replaced the actual name of the product. Mm, like mm. instead of a, a glass dish, a lot of people say a Pyrex dish. Yeah. <laughs> This it's is exactly. It's like it's Harry Potter. It's like oh no, it's Hogwarts. No, Hogwarts.
0: <laughs> I will <laughs> oh, say, that, um, irrespective of, at least from my side, playing the game, uh, Jackie Rowling is shit. I completely denounce her views, um, and I think you are fully within your rights to not play this game if you feel the same. Um, yep. Yep. And I think if you are playing this game, I know you want to divorce yourself from the fact that she wasn't involved in this game. But the fact of the matter is, and she has said as much online, is that she views the continued success of the Harry Potter franchise and its IP as a <clears throat> sign that people agree with her views. So you have to take Riches. that into consideration when you spend money on things associated with this universe. That's yeah. it.
1: Yeah. Well, there you go.
0: There you go. Uh, moving on. Um, we have both Let's finished... Talk about- the
1: actual game of the year. Oh, year.
0: yeah. Hell, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> we have both finished Hi-Fi Rush. I think when last I spoke about this, it had just sort of like shadow dropped. So I would played like maybe an hour or two. And you hadn't played anything. And since then, we've both finished it. Um, so I'm going to let you let you start here because I've been talking a lot.
1: Um, oh, my God. All you do is talk, man. Thanks oh, are... so much. So I think... Yeah, just for those who don't know, Half Our Rush is a game from Tango Work Games, who are who's the studio behind traditionally horror games, uh see mm. The Evil Within and Ghostwire Tokyo. So at an Xbox Developer Direct in January, they just literally shadow dropped this game, said, Hey, here's a quote unquote side project we've been working on. It's out now. Um and Half Our Rush is unlike anything they've done before. It's if you're watching the video feed now, it is a Vibrant, very colorful cartoon style, uh, rhythm based action game, <laughs> yeah, very character <laughs> is, action, yeah, which is completely like the opposite of what they've done before. Mm. And uh, let me tell you, this game, uh, I've, I've heard you praise it, I've heard people in the Discord praise it, and having rolled credits now, I'm completely there with you guys. It's, I would love to see this be a game of the year nominee, like, I know. It's January. There's still a lot of big heavy hitters coming out, but this game deserves to be up there. And I hope come end of the year people haven't forgotten this beautiful little experience. That is just it's it's one of the most memorable games I've played in a long time. It's it just oozes charm. It's very fun to play. And I don't know what more you want from a game. Now look yeah. at my score here. S. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Listen, I I felt like in the first few levels I was still like it felt like learning a new language I could not get with the, the combat and the, the like music gelling together. But then, mm-hmm. it didn't take long, but something clicked. And once yeah, I clicked, it was done. Like, I was in it.
1: It's the muscle memory. It's the thing yeah. of you learning the... Well, I suppose, <clears throat> on that... So, we say it's a rhythm-based rhythm action game. Uh, the reason being that when everything in this game is built around... The, the the track or the rhythm that you're hearing in the background. So, doing everything from a light attack to a heavy attack, you have to. Oh, that happens in game in time of the beat, mm. um, but you have to push the button in time with the beat as well. I it's, think.
0: I think what's important is that that beat, the timing, doesn't change between levels. Like no. the song changes, but it's always the same, the same beat, which I think is super important because. Mm. It it would be impossible for you to build muscle memory mm. in the ways like a character action game requires if the thing kept changing every single level.
1: Yeah. I do I do think for the most part, the beats per minute were pretty consistent, but there were one or two levels. I'd be curious to know if it was like slightly faster or really? slower.
0: It didn't seem like there, that to me. There, but were,
1: there it, were one or two levels when it started. It's like, oh, this feels like just slightly faster, but maybe... I could maybe, maybe say that for, case. like,
0: Mimosa's level, it felt a bit yeah. different, but the rest yeah. felt all pretty similar to me. Um, but, it, I
1: mean, again, maybe that's not the case, and I just felt that way.
0: It's a, yeah, um, I mean, it, it could be, you know, because the music changes so drastically, it could be that it it, it didn't, like, fit mentally with, with the beat. Um, yeah. But, yeah, mechanically, it stays that way. So, it's like, I guess you could think of this game as... Um, a mix between like Metal Hellsinger and Devil May Cry. Because it is very much a Devil May Cry in its combat system. It's very character action. Like you are pulling yeah. off long strings of combos and you are trying mm-hmm. to juggle enemies in the air. Um and you are pulling off very in-time um you know dodges and parries eventually. Hello, cat. Um <laughs> And it feels great. I think I think it layers on the new mechanics really, really easily. Um yeah. you get like basic attacks at first and then you get told, Oh, cool, you can dodge, and then later on you get the parry. Like it's not overwhelming because I think like yeah. the parry, for example, is introduced just when I think I started very much clicking with the the timing of the game and it came at the perfect yeah. time because now I was like, Okay, I can handle this. If everything mm. was front loaded, it would have been way, it's way, way too, too much. much. Yeah. Look.
1: I do think when the game starts, it is a lot to take in because you are you know, learning how to attack in a rhythm based game. But you know, the rest of it does get drop fed pretty nicely. Yeah. Um, like when they introduced the parry system, I was like, oh man, they've got the parry system as well. <laughs> like, and here's a I was actually that surprised that they were introducing something it.
0: new that late into the game already. Yeah. Um, but, oh, but it's and, so good. And, and it fits so well. The, the enemy variety also keeps things hot. Like I, I swear there's like a new enemy every level. And it kind of tests mm. your understanding of the mechanics up until that point super well. Um yeah. I think my favorite was like the the robot that is that like samurai because he's yes. so dependent on you getting parries correct. And it just feels yes. fucking phenomenal when you when you get all oh, yeah. that timing right. The, the
1: first few times I thought I was like, I hate this enemy. Yeah. When you get it done, he's it's tricky. like okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, it's 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 really good. And I, I felt as I started, you know, um, growing my repertoire of moves uh, with all the new combos, then the combat really started to sing because then it could chain mm. together so many cool combos, like getting an enemy in the air, knocking them back down, uh, grappling to them, um, doing all sorts of things, doing like crazy amounts of damage. So it mm. felt really good.
1: And then one thing we we haven't mentioned: so as as you play through the game, you're your crew grows. You meet interesting other characters along the way and they do contextualize this, but you can call those people into battle in the game for like mm. a second or two, very briefly. Um, but even that just adds so much variety to the game because you your one person, for example, you call in is good at breaking shields. The other person, uh, like literally shooting a shield. The one person is great at breaking barriers. Mm. Uh, the one that helps you put out fires and you have to juggle between them, you know, I'll say that like I did it strategically. I was just calling them in at any given time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's but, some enemies that require them and then some you just call them in because they do lots yeah. of damage, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love but the it, uh, it, the combos where you call them in at the end of the combo. Those felt really, yes. really good. Yeah. Sorry, my cat um, is playing with my Lego and this is not okay. <laughs> hey.
1: <laughs> but I, I do think the oh, long and the short of oh. it is that this game... Is like a massive surprise, and it is really good. Yeah, I uh, know it's, it's on game. It's, really it's on good. Game Pass. It's honestly, it's a no-brainer. If you're on PC or, or Xbox, you should 100 percent play this. It's it's only like eight to ten hours long just to get to the yeah. main credits. There's there's post-game content. Um, yeah, so I re- I really want to get
0: to that. Um, the po- the post-game stuff looks super super interesting, and I feel like it's it seems like there might be more story attached to it as well, which is pretty neat. So. Yeah yeah I, I really really want to get to that. Um, yeah, it's good. I think it's got one of the coolest visual styles I've seen in a game in a long time. Its mm. combat feels just super fantastic i there is a level there very close to the end that I don't want to say anything about, um, but it is one of the most perfect start to finish like crafted levels I've ever seen in a game. It is just yeah, phenomenal um, it's so good I had the biggest goddamn smile on my face the entire time I was playing through that level. Um, and the, and the boss that, fight just capped it all for me. It was so good.
1: That, that, that applies to pretty much the whole game. Like, I, I completely agree with you, but I think just on that point, the whole game, like, it was just fun. There's no yeah. other way to explain it other than, you know, biggest smile on my face the whole time. Um, the writing's good. Mm. The, lots, of great, lots of great dialogue moments. Even the notes you find yeah. throughout the world. Like, I know, we, we touched on it briefly in Discord, but there's a one level where there's a robot <laughs> who's like, life goals to place these patented arrows, you know, directing <laughs> players. And you, you get this whole little side story of this robot like trying to rise the ranks. <laughs> by it, placing it's arrows so around. funny. The the side the, so the
0: side notes are actually really good at contextualizing yeah. the world. It's like, and it's, it's kind of like, it's a very funny game. It doesn't take mm. itself seriously, but at the same time, it's, Underlying message of its story is quite interesting. Um, yeah. I think it's it's really good, and the the characters really bring that to life. Um, yeah, like you said, the cast of characters is just really really well written. I I really love the uh, robot uh, Cinnamon. Who, cinnamon, give me a um, cinnamon game. <laughs> he he draws his emotions on his face because obviously he's a robot. So whenever he's talking, like every new sentence, he's like scrubbed off the previous like Marco on his face and like drawn something else. So. I think it's very <laughs> funny. I think it's but hilarious. it's
1: just that's a good example of the creativity that went into this game. It's such a small touch, but I love it. It's yeah. so clever. It gives him
0: so much character. Like, and, yeah. and it also shows you what sort of emotion he's trying to convey because his his speaking <laughs> is very one note as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's really funny. Um, Too it's a good time. I would love for there to be more of this universe, uh, more oh, of yeah. this game, I and, think- I, and I think there's loads of potential for that.
1: Yeah, I think given the it's this game's reviewed well, I think it's gonna do it's done well. Like yeah. stop I don't see them not putting a sequel out at some stage. Yeah. Um, and and like what, you said, what this, that sequel is, I don't know, but yeah.
0: Like you said, this was um done by um Tango Gameworks who, you know, most recently have oh, done the Evil Then one or two, <laughs> Ghostwire Tokyo. Um this was directed by the same director as the Evil Within Two. Um and you know the 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 studios lead uh, shinji Mikami, well known for his uh creative ability in the resident evil series Mm -hmm. um you know he was like this is never a game that i thought the studio would make but he's happy they made it like it's rad that he didn't look at this pitch and go no we only make the horror games you know what I mean? Uh, I, d- um, I did
1: laugh uh, when the credits rolled and it was executive producer Shinji Mikami. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> you forget like- The guy who directed Resident Evil 4, what? <laughs> how did that happen?
0: But you, you, I mean, you forget that Tango Gameworks is also rooted in this sort of genre as well. I mean, Shinji yeah. Mikami uh, worked on Beautiful Joe uh, at Capcom yes. before uh, Tango Gameworks um, went and did their own things. So like, I guess he knows how these games can work and and the, the fervor they can, they can generate. So it's yes. also cool that Tango Gameworks can make a smaller game while obviously working on something bigger. There's lots of rumors now that they're working on The Evil Within 3, uh, which would make a lot of sense. Um, mm. Yeah, it's good that they got a hit straight after what I think was a bit of a bummer with Ghostwire Tokyo, that game. Mm. As much as some people loved it, it just it never stuck around and people kind of forgot. Oh my God, this game yeah. Go away. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's cool. I think it's, considering Xbox had a very quiet year last year, th- they really needed to kick off the year with something, and this was a, a strong start. So, yeah. I, yeah, I think it'll I'm be very... on my game of the year list for sure. Like, I don't see Yeah, it I must anything. say
1: that it's definitely up there for me. Again, yeah. like, I know the year's young. There's lots to come, but, man, one of one of the best games i've played in recent times i think yeah. actually you had the best example of if this game came out last year like definitely would have been up there i no would have
0: struggled to decide between this and tunic as my game of the year that's how like fondly yeah. i think of this
1: game your olden ring says hello i <laughs> <laughs> done
0: i also like mm-hmm. that it's like okay maybe this is a me thing because i know a lot of people love longer games because they don't buy as many games oh, every no. year but like eight to ten hours it felt perfect i was Tem- so Tem- happy I tell you, with
1: it. up I have nothing against longer games, but there are times when I've come off a longer game and I'm like, I just want something not long. (laughs) Yeah, of course. (laughs) So how far rush, like, I I was at a point where I was like, I'll get to it late in the year or something. Um, But I was like, oh, it's only eight hours. Like, Mm, mm. there's time, you know, Hogwarts Legacy is out. The following week, like, I can definitely finish this before then. I'm glad I did. Like, I'm really glad I didn't wait on this game. Um, Yeah it's it's so good like i've so i can't give it enough praise just again to recap like for the the creativity and just the charm that's and and the love that's been put into this game i think it's a testament to when you let you know your developers take i mean look it doesn't always work okay but if you do let your developers have that chance to try something different like mm-hmm. you, i think you'll be surprised with what happens yeah absolutely so yeah, good good on the studio it's it's really, really good. And I'm I think it's
0: born name. out of a good idea. You know, the director, uh, I can't remember his name. It's John Jonas or Jer- John Wick. Something oh, like that. <laughs> um, it seemed to be like a very passion project of his. Like he finished The Evil Within 2 and he pitched this and was like, I really want to do this. Mm. Um, you know, and for the student to kind of follow through with that idea and be like, yeah, let's, let's follow this. Let's go for it. I think, mm. you know, all parties, all things considered, it turned out extremely well um yeah and i think you know a lot of people like oh hi fire rush is only big because it shadow dropped i think shadow dropping has a big you know a big um part to play in that because i think if we had seen this game for a year before release it wouldn't have had the same impact
1: not the same yeah also why why is shadow dropping being treated as like a negative thing i don't understand
0: i i just think i just think it's like people like oh the 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 only reason this game is getting attention is because it was Shadow Dropped. If it was a traditionally marketed game, it would have been like mid. It's like, no, the game quality doesn't change, irrespective. Mm-hmm. I just think the sort of like conversation around it would have been different.
1: Yeah, but I mean, uh, good on them. Like how yeah. smart that you Shadow Drop a game, you are part of the PR and the guys. Like Yeah, <laughs>
0: super, super like smart. it makes sense. I'm very glad that that didn't leak before because the game did leak the day before the... Developer direct that Microsoft hosted. Like they the were like, Oh, Tango's yeah. working on this game called Hi-Fi Rush. Here's some art mm. from it. And I looked at it and I was like, this reminds me of when Ninja Theory did a multiplayer game. And I really hope this is not <laughs> the same sort of thing. Like, I know. <laughs> um, and for them to come out and be like character action out now was like the best thing that could have happened. So yeah. yeah, really, really cool. Um, play this game if you haven't, it's on Game Pass. It's also on Steam for like this game is thirty dollars. What? That is ridiculous. This, I would play pay $70 any day of the week for this game because the quality mm. is just so high. It's too um, good, yeah. It is an absolute steal. Apparently it works on Steam Deck really well as well. So Nice, a that's cool. It's place to play, it's damn. Yeah, that um, the Steam yeah. Deck. Go, go jump in, go be introduced to Chai and Peppermint and Corsica and Macro... Is Corsica like a food? Because everyone's named after a food or a s- ingredient, except Corsica. I wasn't, I wasn't,
1: I wasn't sure.
0: Because cinnamon, peppermint, chai, macaroon, and then Corsica. It's like, um, but
1: they, they never call it macaroon. It's like Macron. like, <laughs> yeah, they say Macron. Yeah, Macron. I was like, okay, yeah, Macron. Yeah, Macron. <laughs> was like, okay cool. he's also I guess not I'm French. It wrong. So like, <laughs> <laughs> like I guess I've been saying it wrong my whole life. Called Macron. Yeah. Macron,
0: Macron. Oh, Macron. I love it. Corsica and Pipman. I see them. I see them giving eyes to each other.
1: Mm, mm. It's good. Mm. It's a good game. Play this game. Play this game. Fucking great. Last thing I'll say in it. It's. I love the
0: design of the main bad guy. I
1: forget his name now though. Um, Uh, Kale. Kale.
0: Kale. Of course, his name Kale. Of course, his name Kale.
1: (laughs) I of just got that now.
0: (laughs) Fucking hell! He's got a phenomenal coat. (laughs) Like he looks like Sephiroth when he was young. Like he just needs long hair and he would be a
1: Sephiroth. Yeah. The, sorry, the name Kale only just clicked with me now. Like, yeah, Kale oh, like, talking like, about Like the bougie kale. spinach. Yeah. That is hilarious. <laughs> Great game. Play play half hour rush. You will It's a to phenomenal it. game.
0: Um yeah, I absolutely yeah. loved it. I plan to play more of it very soon. So yeah.
1: even me. Um cool. We've gone on long on the tooth and I know we're trying to, to hit deadline. Well, trying to get you out of here quickly. Yeah. So let is Need very a bounce very quickly touch on another Magic game that I actually rolled credits on uh, about a week and a half ago. Have you heard a of a game called Full spoken Jeez,
0: for the for a yeah. second there, <laughs> it looked like Yuffie from Final Fantasy with that coat. I was like, what am I looking <laughs> <White>? at?
1: <laughs> mm. It's actually kind of funny that Full spoken launched two weeks ago, two and a half, three weeks ago. And it too is an open world magic game. Mm-hmm. Um, very different to Hogwarts Legacy, though. Uh, the conversation around it has been mostly negative for a number of reasons. Um, I will just come out and say, I'll die the seal that this game was, re- was I think, reviewed way too harshly by critics. Um, by no means, so j- just for context, Forspoken is a game that is developed by Square Enix, it was showed off many years ago as Project Athia, as like the the next gen. Like, wow, this is what I think the during of the PS5 like.
0: reveal event. Actually, it was, yeah, it was the so
1: when it was shown, I was like, oh man, like a new IP from Square Enix. It looks so interesting. Mm-hmm. Cool. Everyone this thought it was a new Final gaming. Fantasy at the time. Yeah, because it kind of looked, it, it kind of the, like the it, bill. Yeah. You you, in fact, you could slap a Final Fantasy on this. I'd believe you. The Probably, single player yeah. Final Fantasy game. Um, but the game did launch it doesn't look nearly as good as we'd hoped it would um it's got some bad design choices, but it's it's not as bad as people have made it out to be like. I do think the again like maybe maybe this is a good example half um, hour rush announced shadow drops cool game's really good. it did very well part of the sidecast. Forspoken is one of those games that is spoken about way too long before it launched it was delayed spoken about shown, et cetera, et cetera. Um, which I think kind of soured what people were expecting from it when it came out, people mm-hmm. were expecting this, wow, like game of the year content. And unfortunately it's not, um, but yeah, uh, reviewed or way too harsh in my opinion, but like it's, there are reasons for the criticisms. Like I will say the, the open world is very bland. Um, it's, Pretty much big open areas with just filled with random pockets of enemies. Side quests are like questionable. The question mark Does this game even have proper side quests? Mm. Um, but in terms of the story, I'm like the story is not bad, and the combat. You know, I think after a couple of hours, when you start getting more spells, is actually really cool. Like I take my head off to this team for trying something that something that isn't shooty max shoots of like cool like as you know, for lack of a better comparison. Like, the Ubisoft open-world formula of, like, cool, you know, you've got to climb a tower and do this. Cool, mm-hmm. now you've unlocked new weapons. I mean, the combat in this game, the magic in this game is unlike anything I've seen. And if I have, it's something I haven't seen for many, many, many years, if ever. Um, and, yeah, I, I do think it's, like, it's a pretty average game. But, man, it's not as bad as people have made it out to be. And if you've had any interest in Forspoken, like, don't, I wouldn't say pay full price for it, but... Don't miss it. Um, pick it up on a sale and decide for yourself. I know you, you played and you were like, nah, <laughs> not for me.
0: Yeah, it's difficult to say because I haven't played a lot. Like I have played maybe two or three hours, but after those two, three hours, I'm just like, I really don't want to play this anymore. It just it's- really not grabbing me at all. And I know you and Darren and Umar have all said like, you need to give it like a good five hours, and or at least until mm. you get the second batch of the spells. The second
1: set of spells. Yeah. But then
0: I take into account that this game is—I think Darren said he finishing in twelve hours. I'm like, that's half of the game.
1: Like, yeah. I mm. look 12, twelve. hours is you literally mainlining, because <laughs> I was thirteen hours and I did a little bit of side stuff. Yeah, but it's 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 such a pity because I think the world itself is is interesting. Like, there's a good setup here. You know, mm. here is this magical place uh, separate from our own reality where there's a whole history here um it's like a a world gone to ruin before a number of reasons did you Um, sorry
0: to interrupt but did you see the news piece that um the map of athia is actually a one-for-one with new york
1: I did not. Which is either. interesting, okay, so that's interesting. That it,
0: because that's where Frey comes from. So it's like yeah, oh, this so is suppose, almost like a mirrorverse of where she was. Yeah, maybe. Yeah.
1: yeah, maybe it's like an alternate version of New York. Yeah, or quite interesting. Either, or maybe far in the past or far in the future. I don't know. Um, but it it's just sad because I think there's a lot of good ideas here, but they're not executed properly. So mm. like we keep telling you, hey, you should really play more till you get the second set of spells because. On top of that, you also get some more mobility Mm -hmm. stuff, more mobility tools. But then it's like, yeah, it's fun to run around the world, but there's nothing really interesting to see in this world. Mm. You run Mm. through open fields, come up to some ruins, there's some enemies there. Cool. Run through some, (laughs) run across some open fields, come across another ruin. There's nothing like, oh, there's this, you know, there, there are some games that, reward you for like oh hey there's this sort of mountain up there go climb it or there's like a good example that comes to mind is ghost of tsushima where Mm -hmm. it's like here's a shrine okay there's a bit of platforming but there's reward at the top it feels like this game doesn't have any of that at least Mm -hmm. not in the same way Mm -hmm. and it's just it feels like a wasted thing like another example is you watch if you're watching the footage now um i'm doing a boss fight this game has really cool bosses um but for the most part they just hidden away Like uh, this one, I happen to be fighting in the open world. But a lot of the the bosses are hidden in these dungeons, which are just linear corridors, Mm -hmm. which makes no sense. Like if this was on the level of say something like Elden Ring, where you explore the world and you get onto a plateau and, oh, there's a boss here. Mm -hmm. And then you go into a cave and, oh, there's a boss there. But it's not. You go through a loading screen, you get to a whole set of linear corridors and you fight bosses. And I'm like, it just feels weird. Like, I don't know Mm -hmm. whose idea this was. So mm. it's it's sad because like it's not a bad game, but there's just some bad design choices that really hold it back from being something super special.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. Um listen, I, I, I might go back to it because like I when I did that pretty big like dragon fight, I was like, Oh, this combat can maybe be cool. Like it also I think the game doesn't look great all the time, but in combat it looks phenomenal. It's like it yeah. looks really I mean, good.
1: If, if you're watching the footage now, I'm just fighting like it looks kind of like a giant lava bear <laughs> and it is really fun. you like the dodging. poo got fucked up. <laughs> Winnie the poor, uh, it's a jar of lava. That's so what happens I mean. when you eat too much honey. Rip. Yeah. So, and yeah, when you get all your different spells, it's fun to cycle through them and try them out. Mm. Um, but but yeah. then
0: it's like you run, like you said, you run through the world or you go into like a town. Not only do the numerous forests look kind of drab, the towns look awful. I don't know yeah. what is going on there but they just look
1: but bad. Even, even the little like checkpoint huts, whatever they, whatever you want to call them, they copy paste. Yeah. Like, I don't expect real bad. I don't expect 50 unique different buildings, but when all of them are exactly the same, like, it feels like there was just no effort put in here. You, somebody made a building and it's like, bam, eh, let's just paste this around the landscape.
0: I watched, uh, and, you know, Digital Foundry obviously did their video on Forespoken, and John Lindemann there was kind of also in the 50 50 camp where he was like, this game's got great ideas it's got you know some interesting parts but from a visual standpoint like the combat looks great but everything else outside of that is kind of like a regression from where this was it's, in Final Fantasy 15, because it's the same engine yeah um, and it's yeah. just like he doesn't understand how a game that ran on prior console gens um, looks better than one that is now exclusive to you know a PS5 so yeah. yeah weird I
1: don't know weird it is weird Um but yeah. Also I I really fucking hate
0: Cuff. Awful. (laughs) Awful dialogue. Just fuck. It's just so irritating. The
1: the dialogue is not great, but it's not as
0: bad as people made it out, but Cuff is awful. Cuff is really shit. Um your noise I wish there was like a mute cuff button. Like just (laughs) good lord. So irritating.
1: Yeah, it's it's like the on there, it's a lot of a lot of dialogue, you know, a lot of in, in-game banter gets repeated a lot. Yeah. I'm, not, no, 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 no. I'm no programmer, but surely there must be a just a line you can put in. Like, if this has been said <laughs> in the last three yeah. hours, do Please not say, say it again. Please don't say it again.
0: If this has been said ever, don't say it again. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's that's full spoken. Maybe full-spoken. I'll play more of it. I, d- I don't think I will. Um, no. I'm trying to make this year about letting go of games that don't grab me. And that's definitely one that did not grab me um yeah so yeah bummer yeah. it is a bummer though because I, I i wish it was like a case of oh the critical reception was a bit harsh but hey there's a bunch to love in this game like i i think good, i'm falling yeah. more in the camp of you know the people who reviewed it and the people who've said they don't enjoy it whereas i'm glad mm-hmm. you and umar and darren have had a reasonably good time with this game so
1: yeah, but I think we all agree, like, it's got its issues. Yeah, I, I don't just, think anyone's trying to say, oh, hate, this is a
0: game of the year contender, but yeah, but I think it's like I can go past like, it, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> way overblown, I feel. But that's anyways, fair. that's full spoken.
0: Should we jump to games? Up. game releases? <laughs> us, look, my cat is not sleeping on my desk. Fuck. I've had to move my keyboard entirely. I'm just waiting for him to
1: delete and completely turf this recording. Just uh, just delete the episode. Nice. Yeah. Can you I kept putting him are... on the floor
0: yesterday. Oh, Not yesterday, today. And he just hops back on. He's like, the fuck are you doing?
1: Like, listen. The floor's for peasants. I'm not a peasant. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're looking at games releasing from today, 11th of Feb, all the way up until the 17th. So... Oh, God, I'm in April. Oh, my God. The wrong it's month. Valentine's
1: Day. Let's go.
0: It is Valentine's Day. What game are you playing during val- this
1: Valentine's Day? Wanted Dead. hey <laughs> Um,
0: Sure. Wow, there's a lot of games this week. Holy shit. Okay, so mm. Wanted Dead, the first game out this week. PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox, Xbox Series. I should just say consoles. Um, This looks mm. like another one of those, this is a B game. You know what I mean? Like, and it knows it's a B game and it, fully mm-hmm. embraces being a B game. So we'll see if it if it champions that uh, when it's out. Got my, my
1: mm-hmm. sorry my favorite nugget on this is that there, we all know the, the age old thing of if a game's review embargo is the date of release mm. like red flag, you know, the game's probably not good. But I I've seen that this game reviews have gone out like super early and it's still though, bad. <laughs> it's still like the confidence of these developers. <laughs> confidence
0: good. counts for something man but clearly uh, in this oh <laughs> shit um caragon coming to steam early access pc uh february 14th souls of chronos pc ps5 and switch february 14th journey to the savage planet this was previously on stadia if i'm not mistaken
1: yeah
0: uh coming to ps5 and xbox series x and s february 14th big one for the week returnal coming to pc february on 15th PC. um nice. we've got course Corpse Keeper, Steam Early Access on PC, February 15th. Uh, Theater Rhythm, Final Bar Line, also a big one this week. Uh, nice. PS4 and Switch, February 16th. There's a demo for this on Switch and PS4 right now if you want to play. Mm-hmm. Loretta, PC, February 16th. Shadow Warrior 3 Definitive Edition, PC, PS5, Xbox Series. Wild West Dynasty, Steam Early Access on PC, February 16th. Hellcard, okay. Steam Early Access, PC, February 16th. Another big one for the week, Wild Hearts. This is the Koei Tecmo-developed um, Monster Hunter thing from EA.
1: Mm. looks cool. I actually can't believe it's out already because it feels like it wasn't revealed that long ago. Yeah, it was
0: revealed in like November last year. Yeah, mm. looks cool though. I'm kind of keen to play. That's uh, that's PC and only next-gen that. consoles. I didn't realize it was mm. not on all the consoles, so...
1: I'm curious to see how that reviews. Yeah,
0: same, same. Uh, Tales of of Symphonia Remastered coming to PS4, Xbox One and Switch. So remastered from much older consoles, I assume. The Settlers New Allies coming to PC February 17th. Oh my God, there's a second cat on my desk. Mosaic Chronicle Deluxe Switch February 17th. Don't you fucking fight on my desk now. Jesus. Yep, that's exactly (laughs) what's happening.
1: Stay in your lane. Yes. I'm trying to do news here. I mean um, <laughs> trying to that's okay. all
0: the news and some chaotic kittens. So Meow. I thought they would meow, be meow. less chaotic after a year. They are more chaotic.
1: Nah, tax a cup uh, Lupin and luna sometimes uh still chaos. each other up. it's great. <laughs> my goodness. Chaos. Just chaos. chaos.
0: No, don't don't attack cool. my, my mouse now. Jesus. Oh my god. Let's move on to news before everything just
1: it falls apart. It falls apart. Just Sweet. Absolutely what would apart. you like to start
0: with? Um tsh, tsh,
1: tsh. I actually have not even seen any of the news because you compiled this. So uh good luck. Let's go <laughs> <You> with <laughs> the direct
0: because I think it's between the direct and the Microsoft Activision shit again, which I'm getting very bored about. So where is the direct now? So uh shout out to Kotaku because they they are my go-to for Quick succinct roundups for yeah. the Nintendo Direct. It's like two or three lines on each game. I love it. Continue doing it. Um nice. so big, big Nintendo Direct happened this week. 40 minutes. There was so much that was announced. Much stuff. Um this isn't in chronological order according to how it appeared in the uh the Direct. Uh, but yeah. Uh so first up, Metroid Prime remastered. It happened. Huzzah. Finally. Yeah, It's uh, the, the game that's been rumored for what feels like fucking two years now. i um,
1: surprised it wasn't a tr- the whole trilogy. But I, yeah, I think they're going
0: to drip feed this thing out. Luckily, mm. it doesn't seem to be full priced. I saw at least on our local e-store it was like 700 rand, not like the oh, really? usual thousand and okay. a bit. Yeah, so not bad. Nice. Um, so yeah, it is. It is co-developed by uh, Retro Studios and a bunch of support studios. So I wonder, a lot of people are now wondering if Retro did this so they could kind of like get up to speed with Metro Prime 4, which still has no release dates and no kind of updates on its <laughs> development. Um, I think My it was restarted restarted development three or four years ago, and we haven't heard anything since. So it's going to be yeah. a while. Um, but yeah, the good thing about this is Metro Prime Remastered is out now. It was out on the mm-hmm. day of the the, uh, the direct. direct so that's pretty right so go pick it up and it has
1: since I've seen there's been some pretty good reviews for it so yep. no yeah. shock everyone there. seems but to be super
0: a, happy with game. it so yeah hmm. uh, another big thing is Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp is finally coming out if you recall this was meant to come out April last year but then in February yep. uh, Nintendo delayed it indefinitely indefinitely after the war broke out between russia and ukraine which is still ongoing Mm. um and they thought hey maybe a game about war was not a great idea uh but Mm. it seems they think the public sentiment has uh you know waned on that so now advanced wars (laughs) is out on april 21st which is like
1: the war's still going but it's cool yeah (laughs) now's the
0: time people are
1: okay with war now yeah
0: in other properties uh, coming back from the dead, or at least <laughs> that's what I've been told because I've never seen this in my life I've before. I've never
1: seen this in my life.
0: <laughs> the 99 Dreamcast classic rhythm game, Samba oh, de Amigo. Um my goodness. Um, nice. R- like rhythm games. <laughs> in which players you've used maracas as controllers. What? That now, is sick. So I want a maraca you've controller. Just, you've
1: just come off half rush. And you're looking for a new rhythm game. Maracas
0: as controllers. <laughs> when, when, when are those going to be used to beat Elden Ring?
1: Oh my goodness! Hey, that's that streamer. She she she'll get there. She's doing she's it with a guitar, now. so she's doing doing
0: one, one instrument removed from it. So yeah, but yeah. So somebody amigo <laughs> party central is coming out. Uh, um,
1: imagine that is just hilarious! Like yeah, fighting millennia. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> with maracas. <my rockets. laughs> Got a
0: new trailer for Go Ger- uh, Kirby. Wow, Kirby's Kirby. Return to Dreamland Deluxe. This is out in a few weeks or in a week nice. or two. So. This is a remake of the 2D Wii game, um, and it's cute. Kirby games are really great, and the 2D ones are cool. So,
1: yeah. Huzzah.
0: Bayonetta Origins, Cereza and the Lost Demon. So, I'm going to be real with you. Bayonetta 3 didn't hit. I don't (laughs) think it's that good. um, Nice. Unfortunately. Uh, And this seems to tie directly to some story stuff in Bayonetta 3, uh, you know, with the whole multiple universes thing. So... Mm. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, this is about a young Cereza, so a young Bayonetta, and a demonically possessed cuddly bear, Cheshire. Who knew? Who who is the name (laughs) of that that guy?
1: That dude, that's your nicknames, yeah. Luca, whatever his name is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That starts on March 17th. They've got Master Detective Archives Raincore, and this is a new game from the developers of Danganronpa. Um, Mm -hmm. It looks like a Detective mystery. Um, which nice. is pretty much what Danganronpa is. So, mm-hmm. cool. Then we've got Disney Illusion Islands. Disney Illusion Island. It's a game that kind of matches the style of Cuphead. Um, mm. It's out on July 28th. So, That's it some, looks
1: pretty cool. It's a platformer. Yeah. Those look pretty cool.
0: I mean, I think Cuphead's style is still a lot more distinct. This, oh looks yeah, like,
1: no, this this doesn't come close to Cuphead, yeah. I don't think visually, but,
0: but it looks kind of neat. Good looks, could be cute. Fun. Yeah, Pikmin Four. Yeah. Pikmin uh, Four. Yes.
1: <laughs> I've only played? Uh, I've only played Pikmin Three. It was a really good time.
0: I've so never played a Pikmin, Pikmin and, and whenever I see this, I keep like thinking maybe these games are kind of for me. Like they they look really really cool. So this might be the one I pick up. Um, mm. To be in a development for apparently almost a decade um and apparently almost complete in 2015 uh it's going to be out in july
1: this year nice and then your boy link is back big one for the
0: direct (laughs) yeah uh Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. A lot of people thinking they'd see a delay. No delay. It's still coming out.
1: Thank goodness. Still Uh, coming in May May 12th, I think. May something, yeah. May 12th. Somewhere in
0: May. This new trailer was wild because it showed a lot of weird things. Like, it seems like you can build, like, flying cars. cars. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Insane, you've also got new types of like arrows you've got lots of new puzzle types and weapon types it seems mm. um, lots of people think link is dead
1: yeah there's there's some time twisting shenanigans going on, I think, like I don't know what it is, but i
0: I do think you're going to play as link irrespective like oh yeah but yeah, yeah. Oh, it does say May twelfth at the end of the trailer, so yeah
1: it's oh, definitely um i'd want one, one little Interesting nuggets. I think I saw was it this week that the file size for this is apparently eighteen gigs, mm-hmm. which is like huge for a Switch game. It is. I
0: mean, the Breath of the Wild, <laughs> was the Breath, Breath of Wild is the biggest one for a long but time.
1: Even Breath of the Wild is like twelve. I'm gonna yeah, like twelve. Let's yeah. say
0: eighteen is just gigantic. It's like, like more this than half one of and a half the times internal, bigger. <laughs> internal size of the Switch. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. Uh, nice. We got more, nah. well, we got an announcement of um, DLC for mm. Matthew's Bullshit, mm. Xenoblade Chronicles Mouse. 3. Really, they call 3 this of DLC, the DLC, yeah.
1: Is it DLC when it's just a character and outfits? I, I guess so. so. I do you download it? it is, but you do, you do. But it's not like story stuff. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. Uh, fashion Dreamer. You ever dreamt about being... A fashion police person. I don't know sure. if this is that game, but...
0: <laughs> Suggest new outfits for is. them to grow as an influencer is a line nice. from the trailer. Uh, I don't know about this Love one. it. Tron no, good, Identity. Now, this is. sick. guy, Mark sick. Bethel. Yeah.
1: Working on a Tron Identity. So, which,
0: Thomas Was Alone, yeah. John Wick Hex, um, Sub-Service Circular, a yeah. lot of stuff. And I like that it's... It's um described as a decision based uh like adventure. puzzle adventure. So it looks a lot like subsurface a uh, circular and you know those sorts of like decision conversational based games. So yeah. kind of kind of into that. Mm, there you go. We've got Ghost Trick, Phantom right. Detective, um remaster from Ace Attorney creator Shu Takumi. Apparently people love nice. this game. So yeah. That's nice cool.
1: This looks cool. You're the Castlevania. Return to Castlevania.
0: Castlevania DLC for Dead Cells looks very good.
1: Like, this is cool, but I cannot bring myself to dive back into Dead Cells. All that muscle memory is gone, but it does look real cool. Lots of Castlevania stuff.
0: It just looks so good. Like, oh, yeah. I really want to play this. Like, I, I never got into Dead Cells the way other people did, but this might get me in
1: uh, it's it, a good time it looks really i good. like dead cells De- deca police <laughs> i love the line here in this good article harvard just turned into a cat it's a key video game dialogue
0: <laughs> in this crazy town we must use whatever's necessary uh, more, what is this game i didn't actually see I, this no idea oh this looks anime as hell what is going on Probably. here
1: Probably not. There's like teenagers no, no, no. with
0: guns and then like glowing red and red and blue handcuffs that you throw at people. Then there's,
1: oh nice. my God, the main character turned into a cat. Well, oh, there we go. That's what they said in the dialogue.
0: Okay, this looks cool. <laughs> I want to play this. Deca Police. I'm down. I'm super nice. down. I don't know what this is, but this looks sick. Looks uh, Splatoon 3 DLC. Nice. There's DLC for Splatoon 3. So. That's yes. coming soon. Fire Emblem <laughs> Engage, Engage is getting a, an expansion pass. So,
1: cool. More stuff. Uh, this is... Harmony, I didn't realize this of is from. Yeah, the people uh, don't know. The peeps behind Life is oh, Strange. Oh, Life is Strange, is yeah. right?
0: oh, So it's a visual it's, novel. Has you traveling between two worlds, siding with gods called Aspirations.
1: And if I'm not mistaken, Lena Rain did music on this. Oh, okay, so. I'm in i'm in hell yes i'm in uh, uh octopath traveler 2 yep uh demo is dropped that makes sense
0: yeah and if it's anything new like the previous try. one your your uh progress will carry over to the full game i assume so yeah i never got into octopath but i really really appreciate its visual style um yeah but i know very super style. keen for this so
1: yeah yeah uh, uh,
0: Katamari Demasi. Oh, we love Katamari, so not Katamari Demasi. Reroll plus Royal Reverie. What a name. Um, <laughs> so it seems to be like all
1: good, a
0: re release with new content. Mm. Cool. Uh, Etrian Odyssey Origins Collection. The three Etrian games have been modernized and bundled, ready for a June 1st release. You can also buy them separately if you like.
1: Nice. Sea of Stars picks the RPG goodness from the creator of the splendid Messenger, huh?
0: Messenger was nice. Messenger was that is Ninja that, game, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, is it Messenger or the Messenger? <laughs> I mean, Messenger I don't know. Is it game. the same thing.
0: Yeah, it's no, it's, it's uh, the same people.
1: Okay. Nice. So is
0: this like a 2D action game as well?
1: No, it looks like a RPG. Yeah, it looks yeah, more like, like an RPG. RPG.
0: I wonder yeah. if the studio becomes sort of like a um, who are the yacht, yacht club games who just like meddle uh, with different like genres all the time. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, this looks cool though. Mm. Like it. Um, and then I think, oh, there is Omega Strikers, mega Omega Strikers, soccer,
0: but the ball is on fire. <laughs> and some people are enormous animals. Oh,
1: Never heard bad. of this game. I don't even realize, I don't think I saw this in the direct. So oh, this quick.
0: looks a lot less interesting than I thought it would.
1: <laughs> well, I suppose one of the bigger announcements from the direct outside of Metroid and the confirmation of Tears of the Fallen Kingdoms that Nintendo Switch Online is finally getting Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games. Uh, the oh, latter yeah. of which is bundled with the the premium version of Nintendo Online if I'm not mistaken or they Yeah, it's available. the
0: expansion but, pass or whatever. Yeah. yeah.
1: Which is cool. They, yeah. there's a bunch of um nice classic games there. But the one I think people are waiting for are the Pokemon games. And I mm. don't know if Nintendo will ever put those on a service mm. like this when they could just release the game and make Monet.
0: <laughs> some good some good know. first first picks here. You've got Oh, Super 100%. Mario Advance Four, yeah. Super Mario Bros. Three, Warrior Wear, uh, Mario Kart Super Circuit, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, Legend of Zelda: The Minish Cap, and you got uh, Link's Awakening DX. You know the one that they remade mm. a while back. Um, yeah. So yeah,
1: cool. That's cool. And then, Fantasy Life: The Girl Who Steals Time. Cool. Another farming slash fantasy game, kind of like Animal Cross. Yeah. Yo, there's so many games that that are
0: coming out now. It's crazy. I know.
1: Um, And then I suppose an interesting one, Professor Layton is back with Professor Layton and the new World of Steam. I've never played any of these games, but I know they are synonymous with the DS and Nintendo. Mm. And they are apparently very good. So, the boy's back. Uh, And then, oh my God, this is a long-ass direct. Yep. (laughs) We've got... um, no DLC for the best racing game, Mario Kart Eight. They're selling one. It hit uh,
0: like fifty-five million copies sold during the financials the other day. Of course, <laughs> they just—why would they make a new one? Why?
1: No. Well, they will. They will eventually at some stage, and then they'll make—they'll sell another fifty-five. Million oh, absolutely! Yeah, it's crazy. Absolutely. Um, this is a Bandai Namco. Is this an RPG? B- Bates and I know, 1, I know Umar
0: was super keen on this, but I've never heard yeah. of this. No, same.
1: Um, and I think... That there is are t-
0: two GameCube RPGs remastered for the Switch. Beten, Kaitos 1 and 2.
1: Nice. Cool. That was your direct. Lots, At least one thing for everybody, I think. There's quite a spread there. Um, but I suppose coming from they, is there anything else you want to say on the direct? Specifically? Uh, I think
0: just the only thing is that confirmed the, in, as part of the pa- direct was the Zelda stuff that... Uh, tears of the kingdom will be nintendo's first 70 seventy-dollar game um and you know mm. it would be easy to assume that this is the way going forward they all, all, all first part of the release is going to be 70 but it seems nintendo doesn't seem to think that so like pikmin for example will still be 60 metroid is 40 okay. um so they say it seems like it's only going to be reserved for some games which is super confusing like Mm. Um, but hey that's what it is suppose, and as you know well, Nintendo suppose, games do not go on sale so there's no I mean, like
1: they, they they do but like by sale it's 25% of, which is fun mm. but it's uh, Breath of the Wild which is now it's going on six years old which is hilarious it's still, it's still like, still like, full like a full price oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. so like don't be like oh in three months I'll uh, buy this at half price that's super no. <laughs> not gonna happen um, ain't happening yeah
1: cool well, let's pivot to the Microsoft Activision deal could harm gamers, UK regulator decides. Uh, provisional report warns of higher prices, fewer choices or less innovation.
0: Yeah, so basically the UK regulator, the C uh, Competition and Markets Authority, the CMA, they're going to be publishing their full report in April, but they kind of put out this like small-ish report in the meantime to give Microsoft an idea of where they're headed. Um, basically, they just think that the purchase of Activision Blizzard is going to hurt competition um, and that they would stand against the the merger should that happen. Um, Microsoft obviously has said a bunch of times that they will keep Call of Duty specifically on other consoles for at least 10 years. The CMA notes that Microsoft has said things like this in the past and just gone back on it because, hey, these things can't be put down in paper. Uh, Um, So they don't really trust that that's going to happen. Uh, But according to the CMA, strong competition between Xbox and PlayStation has defined the console gaming market over the last 20 years. Exciting new developments in cloud gaming are giving gamers even more choice. Um, Yeah, I don't know. they they kind of just... The, the reasons for blocking it seem a bit weird. They, it just seems like they don't fully understand what the current landscape is right now. Um, mm. But at the same time, you know, Microsoft has to get over this hurdle now. Uh, they the, the suggestions from the CMA were quite weird. They were like, we would accept a merger if you know Microsoft buys um, Activision and Blizzard, but sells off Call of Duty or if Microsoft only buys Blizzard and sells off Activision, or if Microsoft buys Activision and Blizzard, but sells off both Activision and Blizzard, which means they only keep King. And it's just like, Microsoft's not going to do any of that. Um, So there's been a lot of analysts like Michael Patcher, you know, at, at investment firms that say that this statement from the CMA is indicative that Microsoft is going to close this deal. Um, because basically these boards know that they cannot take Microsoft to court and they are trying Mm. their very best to get some concessions before Microsoft just says, fuck you, we're going to do this anyway. (laughs) See you in court.
1: Yellow. Yeah.
0: So it's weird how everyone's looking at this as like a doom and gloom thing and the people who kind of know this industry are going, this is probably the strongest indication yet that this thing will close by June, which it has to. Yeah. So we'll see. We shall layers. see. I just want this to be fucking over. I just really yeah, so tired of this.
1: P- just be done with it. Yeah. Um cool. What should we bounce to next? Um
0: Da-da-da-da-da. so this Windows thing is pretty neat, I think. Um only because this is something that will absolutely help me. Uh so <laughs> there seems to oh, be wow.
1: Yo, look at this.
0: There seems to be a tool um that was spotted by a user on Twitter. Uh, that suggests Microsoft is planning RGB-like control within Windows itself, which means probably it would pull information from your motherboard or an RGB controller in your PC, Mm. and you wouldn't need um, manufacturer-specific software like IQ or stuff from MSI or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It probably also means, well, this is the hope that it will be supported well enough that you'll be able to sync things across different devices from different manufacturers which has always been the issue is that like corsair software will sometimes see asus and msi stuff but not see the specific other one that you're seeing whereas asus software you will see this stuff and not that stuff and and then on top of it all these programs that are controlling rgb in the background are resource hogs like they just they're just, mm. they're just shit. this solution for a long time has been a program called signal rgb which kind of flattens out everything and you can control everything from there mm. i've used it i find it a bit limiting or a bit complicated to get the stuff i kind of want up and running nicely and that i guess yeah. is through the nature of it having to support so many different things so if wouldn't or if microsoft finds a way around this they'll be pretty neat there's no pretty actual pretty indication nice. of when uh this is happening or if it's happening um yeah but yeah could be cool
1: you'll see um, cool. Last piece of. Do you news. want to jump to? Uh, I'm just gonna jump to this. Alan Wake 2 is playable start to finish. Aye. Remedy confirms. That's cool. Where this game doesn't have a an indication of release date. Does I think it? it's this year. Are we thinking this year? Yeah. Okay, um, that's cool.
0: Or maybe not. Maybe it's next year. I don't know. For some reason, I thought they said. Yeah, it is. Remedy said it expects sales of Alan Wake Remaster to increase when Alan Wake 2's release in 2023 approaches. So that's huh. soon. That's this year sometime. But I could also, see it not happening this year, but yeah.
1: I just saw this little interesting bit on the end of the article. Additionally, Remedy is working with Rockstar Games on remakes of mm-hmm. Max Payne and Max Payne Two. I did not know that. They
0: announced that that is last, very last cool. year, and it was like I missed that. We are not starting development on this yet. We are just announcing that it's happening. But Remedy's busy, like the paragraph above yeah, us says, super busy. Yeah. developing a free to play carp game co published by Tencent under the name Vanguard, um, which is said mm. to be like a multiplayer game within the control universe. Oh, no, it's not. Sorry. That's a different one. They're also making a oh, control spin off codename Condor and then a bigger control game as a sequel called Heron. Condor remains mm. in the proof Heroine of concept de- <laughs> phase of development, and Heron is in the concept stage and its prototyping, prototyping continues. So, a control two, so to speak, is still a while away.
1: Damn,
0: but hey, I'm down well, for it. This is the year of the the survival horror. We've got Resident Evil Four, potentially Alan Wake Two, which is billed as a survival horror. We've had mm, Dead Space remake. What next?
1: Mm, Silent Hill. It's coming.
0: Oh right, coming. the Silent Hill Silent Hill remake is coming. Good stuff well.
1: coming, yeah. Good, um,
0: it's good.
1: it's good. Cool. Uh. Oops, Bioshock creates a next... Bioshock creates a next game Judas, to be released by March 2025. Whew, that's still far away.
0: <laughs> yeah, this was just kind of like part of uh, Take-Two's earnings um, mm. where they kind of gave an estimation. This was the that trailer that was shown off during the Game Awards and looks, hey, mm. looks fucking like Bioshock to me. Hey, It's like, Bioshock, um, but it's not. Yeah, so at least by... March 2025, it could be as early as March 2023 because all these games are like
1: oh my goodness, just
0: a nebulous <laughs> between the two fiscal years. So, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Judas it's coming could, out next month. Judas could absolutely <laughs> not even release by then. Um, and no. based on what the trailer looked like, I think a lot of that was just concept shit. It reminded that, me that so a... much of Bioshock Infinite's first trailer, which ended up yeah. not being the game at all.
1: There's a mood board. Yeah. Like, this is the game we want to make. is what it feels like.
0: (laughs) Ken Levine shows that to his dev team for the first time. They're like, "Can make that. And they're like, wait a minute, what? When did you make this trailer?
1: Okay, listen, everyone. Yeah, there's a trailer going live at the Game Awards. That is your brief. Yeah, that's my pitch deck. (laughs) You better make it real. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Um, And then last piece of news. You haven't played a survival game like this creepy car one. This thing looks Uh
0: fucking sick.
1: So I, I feel like this popped up last year sometime, like the, a short news piece in it. Has this yes. game like now come out?
0: I, I don't know. I think it might be part of, either it got like gameplay or it's part of like the um, Steam demo thing going on. Um, I, yeah. think, I think you see like this Kotaku one is a preview. So I think it got a big preview push and uh, it was okay. part of uh, PlayStation's like indie showcase this week. Yeah. Um, so it's coming to PS5 and PC before the end of 2023 and it's like a you know roguelike survival game but you yeah. are mostly just in a car so <laughs> it was initially revealed in a state of play last year uh, the game according to Kotaku the game is shades of 2016's hiking adventure Firewatch hell yeah uh, if nice. you swap the walkie-talkie for an AT station wagon that functions like the love child of Back to the Future's De and Ghostb- Ghostbusters Ecto-1 Unlike unlike nice. Campo Santo's narrative-driven hit, whose protagonist was voiced by Mad Men actor Rich Sommer, Pacific Drive won't be nearly as chatty. We've got a silent protagonist, like we wanted to not get you know, to kind of get in the way of the player's ability to form a, <clears throat> a relationship with their car, because that's what's really <laughs> the main relationship in the game. Nice. Okay. So yeah. This
1: looks cool. <laughs> there's a you, title here that's that, an interesting,
0: there's a, yeah. a heading here that says can you pet the car which is really funny too.
1: <laughs> of course not of course you can this looks interesting I'm looks very fearful. cool
0: um, it's cool that it's Fresh getting a big a big, a big uh, push so yeah, yeah I'm nice. down I'm down
1: cool that's news
0: that is for this week news for this week. And that's also the episode for this week because as far as I know, there are
1: no, we no questions. questions. We got nothing.
0: Nothing. But if you do want to send us questions, you can email us at at gmail.com. You can also find us uh at Checkpoint Chats on all of our social platforms. So yeah. Um no questions this week. That's fine. You're all snoozing, it's okay. It's it's okay we it's understand cool. we, we go understand.
1: away for one week you guys forget we exist That's yeah. cool no it's cool it's cool, it's cool. I get it I get no, it I get cool. it
0: yeah. Um, if yeah I guess this, that's been uh, episode uh, 213 of Checkpoint Chat um, as always thank you so much for listening we appreciate you we love you most of you mm-hmm. all of you True. sure our wow. favouritism up in here Damn damning um, <laughs> and we will definitely be back next week with another episode and maybe more thoughts on wizarding and I don't know what else is coming out this week. It's stuff. permitting. Yeah, it's <laughs> permitting. Jesus. Um, we shall see. We shall see. But we'll, we'll endeavor mm. to do our best. And Yes. Have a great week. Always. We'll see you next time. Cool. Goodbye. Okay, bye. Bye-bye.